Welcome everybody to this week's Film Effect Weekly Entertainment Recap Podcast. Hello, Film Effect listeners, and welcome to a special edition of FewerCast, our Film Effect Weekly Entertainment Recap Podcast, where we subvert our Film Effect expectations to break down this year's Academy Award nominations. First, introductions. As with each and every week, my name is Ed, and with me once more, the show's usual suspects, Jocelyn. Hey, guys. Andrew. Greetings and salutations. Justin. Hey, now. And Corey. Hey, what's up? How we doing? Good. All right. Very good. Let's jump into this year's Academy Awards, which had its nominations announced this past week. We can go down for those of you who don't know what the nominations are. Here are the nominees for performance by an actress in a supporting role. Angela Bassett in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chao in The Whale. <laughs> Kerry Condon in The Banshees of Inisherin. Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And Stephanie Hsu in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Here are the nominees for performance by an actor in a supporting role. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inisherin and Ki Hui Kwan in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And now the five nominees for performance by an actress in a leading role. Kate Blanchett in Tar. Anna de Armas in Blonde. Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie. Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. And Michelle Yeoh in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Here are the nominees for performance by an actor in a leading role. Austin Butler in Elvis. Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin. Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Paul Meskel in After Sun. And Bill Nye in Living. Achievement in Directing, and the nominees are Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inisherin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. 
Todd Field, Tar. And Ruben Usland, Triangle of Sadness. Here are the 10 nominees for Best Motion Picture of the Year. All Quiet on the Western Front, Malta Grunet, Producer. Avatar, The Way of Water, James Cameron and John Landau, Producers. The Banshees of Inisherin, Graham Broadbent, Pete Chernin, and Martin McDonough, Producers. Elvis, Baz Luhrmann, Catherine Martin, Gail Berman, Patrick McCormick, and Skylar Weiss, Producers. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinert, and Jonathan Wong, producers. The Fablemans, Christy McCosco-Krieger, Steven Spielberg, and Tony Kushner, producers. Tar, Todd Field, Alexandra Milchon, and Scott Lambert, producers. Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise, Christopher McQuarrie, David Ellison, and Jerry Bruckheimer, producers. Triangle of Sadness, Eric Hemendorf and Philippe Gobert, producers. And Women Talking, <laughs> Didi Gardner, Jeremy Kleiner, and Francis McDormand, producers. So we'll just talk about these categories first. These are our big, you know, these are the big categories. The two actors, the two actresses, and the big band, the director and the motion picture. Like, I've always looked at these six categories as, like, the main categories for the show. So we can talk about them first. Um, I mean, honestly, what, were the, what was the biggest surprise? We'll go around order. We'll go with Jocelyn first, looking at everything. Everything I just announced, any any big surprises for you that, that stood out? Not really. I mean, I... I honestly kind of expected a lot of these to show up in you know like the nominations and stuff so um i mean a couple of them i haven't even heard of and i feel like that's kind of like a classic thing that happens with nominations because that's far for the course yeah yeah like what the hell is this movie <laughs> so well um, i'll i there's a couple for me as well it's, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that uh triangle of sadness yeah that and like women talking i have no idea <laughs> like i i know about women talking um because that's that was written by sarah polly who got nominated for oh uh, that's screen, right screenplay yeah yeah but oh, even like, yeah. like adapted like bill nye like uh like living like i i don't i, I know what that film no is that's that's the movie he's uh basically he plays a a, a man who's been Oh, he's been given um, a cancer diagnosis. I think it's cancer that he has. He's sick, and he only has X amount of time left in his life, and that's what the premise is. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have a. I feel like that's like the premise for a, a movie, like, because we just had that with that Anthony Hopkins film a year or two ago. Like this, these kind of movies always happen. We get a big star who's like, you know, up there in their age, and they and they they sign on for these movies where they play a character who's like given you know x amount of days to live and it's just them just whatever they got to do if their time left which we whether bucket list yeah exactly bucket list or just maybe like make amends with a loved one that you you have it's become a truth exactly uh and this this year it's bill nye's turn he gets the nomination 
Um, yeah. Any any other surprises, or was that pretty much it? I mean, not really. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I expected. Um, I mean, I was surprised to see Ana de Armas on there. Um, I know that was like a Netflix movie, and it, uh, you know, I, I did. I've heard that she was phenomenal as Marilyn Monroe, but I, you know, was kind of shocked to see that on there because I didn't realize it was like as big as it was like the only person <laughs> i ever heard that watched it and liked it was justin and yeah I'm justin's top film yeah and i'm like i'm still just waiting around to watch it i'm just trying to find the time honestly because i know it's a long one but um but yeah i mean that's would probably be like the only surprise that i saw on there so and the thing is like as much as i love that movie her performance was like the worst thing about it they're like <laughs> entire scenes where she just like gives up on trying to hide the fact that she has a Cuban accent and she just does like <laughs> scenes as Marilyn Monroe <laughs> with a clear Cuban accent. Like it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like that, okay. I, that's why I love that movie. It's just, it's, it's a batshit crazy movie. So that's and like everybody's a double surprise for you then that it's on there. <laughs> I was very surprised she got nominated because Hey, really? I don't think, I mean, yeah, people are, I mean, I know people are trying to like, because everybody universally fucking like hates this movie. It's not even like people are indifferent, like they hate it because <laughs> Marilyn Monroe just gets abused for three hours. Like, I understand, like, if you take it like seriously, why it's a highly offensive movie. I think it's it's funny, not because I'm, you know, uh, a misogynist or anything. It's just way fucking over the top. It's just a very campy movie, in my opinion. But it's, like, incredibly well made. So the fact that everybody's taking it so seriously is kind of funny to me. It, it makes me like it even more. Um, Having not seen the movie, I expected her to get nominated, but that was the only nomination from the film I expected. I didn't expect to get best picture or anything like that but no I expected no her. And I think people, she would have been on my card for a nomination absolutely i think people like her and the the fact that everybody's drubbing the movie they kind of want to like make her like let her know that she's cool like nobody's mad at her i think people hate andrew dominic at this point but um yeah and that's well i'll wait i'll wait till my turn to talk about what i was going to say We'll go on. You're up next. We'll go with you. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, like, what we were talking about this morning, and I was like, well, I'm going to save it for the show with the, the best actress phrase. Like, everybody's up in arms because, like, Viola Davis didn't get nominated, or um, was, I think the woman's name is Danielle mm. Deadwilder for uh, that, for Till. Like, yeah, and, I didn't. I didn't see. The whole Women King thing, I knew that movie was going to get snubbed. I mean, not that I've, I mean, I can't speak on the film itself. I haven't, I'm not, you know, I haven't watched it or anything like that. I just, it's, sometimes we also get these movies that come around ward season where it's like, oh yeah, this, this, that, you know, this person's going to get in. Oh, definitely. Like when that film came out around November, I'm like, I don't know, guys. I don't see this movie earning. The, the 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 buzz that it's gotten, I don't think it's gonna get nominated. Like you know, Viola Davis. I I'm not personally. I'm not shocked she wasn't nominated. I just thought that, that was a movie that just came out. They just 
had this movie. It felt like a movie that Fox Searchlight or whoever put it out just had it on their shelf, and they're like, well, let's just stick this out in award season and see what it does. But, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know, I wasn't taking the bait for that one. So maybe I'm a little I bit didn't different. Realize, I just didn't, I didn't expect her to get a nomination for this. For, for uh, I didn't realize actress. it was, a, like, when I saw the trailers for it, I thought it was supposed to be, like, an action movie. Like, like now Viola Davis is the older actor it that they're going to, like, make into an action star. But, like, apparently it's, like, very well regarded. Like, it's, it, people say it's, like, an actual, like, good movie, not like it's just a, a decent action movie. Like, mm. I wasn't interested in seeing it. Now I kind of want to see it. But, and that's like what Jocelyn said with a lot of these movies that you never heard of. That's kind of like I take the point of view where that's a good thing, because then like if it maybe it's a good movie that I never would have like caught on to otherwise, you know, like it's getting getting some uh, publicity this way. Uh, that helps out a lot of smaller movies. So I, I like that. Like if, I don't think things like Top Gun need to be nominated. I don't think Avatar needs to be nominated as much as I love that. It's like. You're making billions of dollars. That should be consolation prize enough. The fact that that's not enough for fans of some of these movies, like they make a billion dollars and they got to win all the awards. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like when's enough enough? Well, number one, they're not going to win any awards. They just do this. They do this every year. They take like the two movies that like made all the money and they throw it in there for best picture only because of the fact that best picture now has 10 nominations if it was just five like it used to be 10 years ago and shit like no this wouldn't be happening right but 10 years i think 2012 was the first year they they uh increased the the amount of nominations for best picture since then we've gotten these common nominations like i i kind of had top gun and avatar on my card for best picture oh yeah you know, i'm not surprised yesterday. Um, just yeah. because of the way they, they tore up in the box office. Um, but like I said, Triangle of Sadness, never heard of that film. I just know that, I know Criterion's putting it out on physical media, I think next month. Other than that, never heard of it. Um, and what was the other one that had, that women took me by surprise? No, not Women yeah. Talk. Uh, Jocelyn said that. I, 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 I yeah, that. I said yeah. that one. Um, no, uh, Paul Meskel, After Sun. Who is Paul Meskel, and what the fuck is After Sun? Uh, yeah. See, all three of these movies that you guys are mentioning, like I've I've been reading about them. Um, but yeah, and I, I mean, know not, I know like, big... I know who Andrea Riseborough is. You know, I've seen Mandy, but what the hell is Two Leslie? You know, it's, 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 it's like a, it's... I think she's an alcoholic. Oh, okay, with that. <laughs> Like one of those. It's, kind it's of like movies. it's like Julianne Moore from Still Alice or something like that, you know. Right. The recovering and that's that's another. Oh, and that's the, I feel. That's the other thing about the best actress race that's got everybody pissed off is like, so apparently, like just as of like two weeks ago, all these like big name actors and actresses apparently like I didn't see this anywhere, so I don't. I think this was happening on Instagram, like all these big name actors were like throwing Andrea Riseborough's name out there for best actress. So like, Hey, Academy voters, when, you know, when it comes time, we think you should nominate this performance. And apparently that pissed a bunch of people off for some reason. They're like, this is bullshit. And like, so now the fact that she actually got nominated again, instead of Viola Davis or Daniel Deadwilder is really pissing a lot of people off. And, but like, forgetting the, the people who didn't get nominated for a second and just focusing on the fact that like people like lobbied on her behalf 
How is any mm-hmm. any worse than like Harvey Weinstein, what he used to do in the nineties, which nobody batted an eye at, where he like just flat out would buy nominations and, mm-hmm. and win. So I don't understand why everybody's so up in arms about the fact that like people rallied like I don't know, maybe she's just a, a well-liked person. I'm sure it's a a good performance. So I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what the outrage was over that. Well, it's, it's obvious because Viola Davis is African American and she was left out. And look at well, the yeah, category. I mean, there were like there you know, weren't a lot of black white. performers. Yeah, there were a lot of black performers nominated this year. So I, I get that that aspect of it. I completely understand. I'm just saying I don't understand why people are mad that like she people campaign to get her a nomination. Like that's what they do in Hollywood. They campaign for these. They, they there's like a whole season where they go to parties and schmooze and. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole thing. Like I don't I don't know. It's a weird. I thought it was a weird reaction. The um, other part of it, the people who got snubbed. Like I understand that argument. I, I definitely that that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, surprises for me. I'll, I'll just go real quick and knock mine out. Um, Sarah Polly being nominated for screen adopted screenplay um, surprised me. Angela Bassett. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, even just that, just a comic book film getting a nomination, you know, a, a big one at that. That's that was a, that took me back a little bit. Um, Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans. I really have to sit down and watch. I wanted to see the Fablemans. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But you know, now I kind of want to see it even more. You know, seeing Judd Hirsch as a best supporting actor nomination that that was pretty big. Um, and what was the other one? Um, no, I guess those were my biggest surprises, honestly. Everything else that I wanted to mention was a, was a disappointment. Um, oh, another surprise. David Byrne from the Talking Heads getting nominated for Best Original Song. He's uh, Him and two other songwriters got credited for This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once. That was nice seeing him get a nomination for an, an Academy Award. Um... How about uh, Corey? What were your surprises? Um, I would say for the best picture, it, it was pretty mainstream this year. Honestly, I've heard of every movie for best picture. Um, I would say Top Gun. I was a little surprised. I figured that one was going to get snubbed. Not snubbed, hmm. but I, I just didn't think it was going to get nominated for best picture, but it did. Gotcha. So, I mean, uh, Avatar doesn't surprise me. And the tri- Triangle of Sadness, I just want to say, I I'm dying to see that. I got I to gotta watch it. It's Woody yeah, Harrelson. What's that? I, I want to see that too. I've yeah. been reading nothing but good things about Woody it. Woody Harrelson played, he's like a captain on a yacht and like it sinks and he's stuck with all these like helpless, stupid, rich people. It sounds kind of like the menu on a boat in an island. So like yeah. I'm kind of interested in it. So I do want to see Triangle of Sadness. I've heard it's pretty good. And Women Talking looked interesting to me too. I mean, we talked about Sarah Polly um, on our Go episode. So. The Go episode, right? Yep. So I, I like her as a um, director. So I, I'm excited about both of those. But yeah, I would say it's fairly mainstream because usually they're like most of the list is kind of like, you know, I, maybe I've heard of most of them, but not all of them. And maybe there's one or two mainstream, but I think it's fairly uh mainstream this year but yeah top gun i was surprised not avatar or anything else on there really but yeah i i top gun i don't know just because it's such a retread and it's so mm-hmm. dumb 
I just really didn't. Obviously, it's not going to win, but uh, it just, I didn't think that one was going to go in there. And also, Jamie Lee Curtis surprised me because she's great. Like, I absolutely think she deserved Jamie the nomination. Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. That, her first nomination, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, that, Everybody that, in that, that category. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, they, they, thank you. I actually had it here in my notes I wrote down. All five Best Supporting Actress nominations are on point. Like yeah. that category, I felt was like the strongest. I have no clue who's gonna win out of those, you know, actors. Um, yeah, it that that's 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 a strong category. She, really? she's winning everything. That's why I wasn't surprised she got nominated because she won the Golden Globe and the Critics' Choice Award. Like people, I are agree. Apparently, really liking that I mean, performance. Yeah, I, I've got my eyes on Carrie Condon. I mean, doing. I think she deserved it. I haven't seen Wakanda forever, so I don't. I can't speak to Angela Bassett's performance. But talking from about the ones that I've seen, Carrie Condon, I said Carrie Condon like she is a shoe in yeah. for best. She was my actress. favorite. She was my favorite part of that film, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She is. She's the best part of that movie. Absolutely. I, I mean, everybody was fantastic uh, you know all three of the main leads were fantastic but uh she was my favorite part but jamie lee curtis i love just because she switches from being good guy bad guy in the film love interest <laughs> hilarious in that movie yeah, yeah. It, it's great and i i love her like she she was my favorite part of the film other than um i don't want to say his name wrong um I, I, yeah i'm just gonna call him um Short round. Short round. Short round. <laughs> Short round. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and also, I'm so happy he got nominated. Like, he, like, in the story... Uh, His Ed speech at the, at, at the Golden Globes was amazing. Well, everyone had some pretty good speeches, but his was just... Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Brendan Fraser wasn't wasn't the Golden Globes. His speech was a People's Choice, I think it was. Critics' Choice. Critics' Choice, okay. The fact that he was going to give up on acting, and then now, you know, he's in a film that had the most nominations and you know he's up for an award is just great because he was great i i hope he wins honestly he he was the heart of the film and jamie lee curtis was everything else to me i th- i think so. he's going to i can't see like judd hirsch barry kogan or keegan brian tyree henry as much as i'm a fan of his work i'm surprised to see him nominated but i don't i don't know i just i can't really see anyone but short round making that winning that cat that that best supporting actor in a, a award. Yeah, I think it's his. Well, like I think Angela Bassett. Like Angela Bassett, he, he's won the Golden Globe and the uh, Critics' Choice. So yeah. it seems, yeah, it seems likely to be him. I hope he does. I, I really do. I, um, but it, yeah, as far as anything else, no, I'm not really surprised. I mean, what I like to and see. I, the I got a shout out. I gotta show. I gotta shout out Hong Chow. I really do for the whale. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm glad and, you brought that up. And and for uh, she's the great menu. in the menu. Yeah, and the menu didn't get anything. Yeah. Well, I knew that was I, the menu is not really a movie that screams you know award season. That's kind of like just it's it's a Fox Spotlight horror movie or horror comedy, if you will. I I did not see that getting any nominations, but. Yeah, Still, I, w- I wish I could switch out the Batman for Top Gun. I know it wouldn't win, but uh, I don't know. I think the Batman. I, I agree with that too. I was surprised that, that I should put that as under surprise. I had that. I had that in my notes. No best pe- No best picture nomination for the Batman. I thought that that was going to get a best picture nomination. Um, my biggest surprise one... that I didn't hmm? mention was uh, 
Top Gun getting best screenplay nomination. I'm like, are you fuck? Is that a joke? Like, whether or not you like the movie, it's a remake of the first fucking movie. Like, it is. And, you and know, it's Aaron Aaron Kruger too. I didn't know he wrote that. No, I didn't know that either. But Jesus. I mean, come on, man. The screenplay was it. not the they strong. They gave Aaron Kruger a nomination for best supporting actor. Or, 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 they gave him an Academy Award nomination. That's crazy. Um. Andrew, they want to leave you out. What, what was uh, what stood out to you? Your surprises for uh, the nominations this year? Uh, well, I I knew that Batman was going to get makeup. I like that. That's no surprise there. I mean, Colin Farrell as as uh, Oswald is just on a whole nother level as far as like makeup goes. I guess the most shocking to me, maybe not the most shocking, but the most surprising is like how much love Elvis is getting. Like I don't know a oh, single I knew fucking that was person. Get a lot of love. Oh yeah, that movie I don't know sucks. A... Yeah, I I didn't even see it because I don't give two shits about it. I was it. gonna say first of all, I don't like Elvis as an artist or a person. But <laughs> second of all, <laughs> second of all, first of all, I don't like Elvis. <laughs> Fuck him. I just don't. Appreciate like him all around. I, th- I think I think he's just overrated as fuck. But the fact that like people in pop culture obsess over him doesn't like, surprise like me. They made a movie. But the fact that he's getting this much love at the fucking academies, I I haven't seen the movie, but I I think that's a far stretch. I think my biggest surprise though is probably, um, and you guys already talked about it, the best supporting actress, Hung Chow in the Whale. I, I mean, I like the whale a lot. I liked her performance in that, but like, I don't know if it's Academy worthy. I guess I should say, but. Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser getting best actor overall was something that brought a huge smile to my face. I didn't think it was going to happen. He deserves it. I don't think he's going to win it, but I still think he deserves it. So those are probably my biggest, you know, I guess, shockers of the list. Yeah, the Elvis thing, I forgot to mention that. I'm surprised that got nominated. Not the guy who played Elvis, Austin Butler, because I actually think he did a good job, but yeah. the movie sucks. I mean, it... it <laughs> I it, can't imagine it being good at it's, all. Like, visually, it's dazzling, but I could literally feel my brain melting out of my fucking ear. Like, it, it, it is just so <laughs> stupid and so streamlined and just... Uh, so dumbed down. I, That's what I'm saying. Like, Elvis isn't an interesting human being. People like to overbloat him as such, but he is not like the most interesting of a human being. And he Tom, died taking his shit. And Tom Hanks in that movie, I honestly was surprised that's the fucking voice he went with. I, I'm sitting there just thinking to myself, <laughs> this can't be through the whole movie. I mean, it sounds like somebody walked up and hit him in the back of the head with a hammer. Like, it's just, oh my God, that movie. I can't believe it got nominated. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It, it, like people seem to really like that movie for some reason. I hate Bosler. God damn, I hate him. Yeah, I do. <laughs> people said the same about Bohemian Rhapsody, and I was actually surprised to see that that was a good movie. Bohemian this just Rhaps- doesn't. No, Bohemian Rhapsody is a fucking classic compared to Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. I, I'm just saying, like Elvis is just not an interesting human being at all. So I can't imagine it being a great film to center around. <laughs> I wasn't going to attack Elvis personally, but I, uh, I respect you. Andrew. I will. I will. Look, Walk the Line's great because Johnny Cash is an interesting dude. Elvis is not. <laughs> Corey's like, stand dude, my ground. Calm down. I'm not attacking him personally. Oh, it's hilarious. All right, well, uh, how about notable disappointments? What stood out as a disappointment to, to everybody? Like, for me, example, um, 
uh, what was that? What did that have? Oh yeah, no best director nomination for Cameron. Um, and no best cinematography nomination for Russell Carpenter. Like, I'm defending Avatar here. Like, I was surprised that the film, on top of its best actor, best actor, listen to me, best picture nomination. Like, I'm surprised. I thought James Cameron definitely would have gotten a best director nomination or having seen the film Russell Carpenter for cinematography like I, th- I figured both of those two would be shoo-ins for nominations but no none just the, the movie itself and then of course the uh the the effects and the, the makeup department getting nominations but other than those the they got best picture and that was it I was you know I, of course I wasn't gonna I, I wasn't expecting any of the not I need the uh the films, you know, stand out acting to get nominated, but you know, it, I figured at least Cameron would have been nominated, nominated again for best director. So I'm not surprised by that because it's ten movies nominated, but only five directors. So they had to like, you know, they could only nominate so many people in the directing end of things. So it didn't surprise me that he didn't make the cut. As for the cinematography, I think they don't still quite know how to wrap their head around it like because it's 98 percent animated so it's like do you consider that cinematography like i think that's maybe where the thinking is on that i mean he did the cinematography i mean it's an actual job that he did he's credited for so yeah i get you i I just think that's that might be what their hang-up is um i guess but you know real quick go back to the best director part like you mentioned they only have five nominations to fucking go, go choose from. Okay. You mean to tell me that Ruben Ostlin deserved the nomination over James Cameron? Which Triangle one, with, of Sadness? With, oh, see, I don't I haven't seen it yet, so I can't speak to that. Yeah. When Cameron did it what Cameron did is an uh, unbelievable. Okay, well how feat. about the Dan all right, Daniels then. Daniels. We're just calling oh, well, by you the know my pretentious opinion. name. Come on, you know <laughs> yeah, you know how I feel about that, but uh, I mean, I love Avatar. I'll defend it till the end, but like, I, I don't think it needs to win awards. Like, it's not that kind of a movie for me. As as beautiful looking as it was, and as great as it was, I don't want to make it just like a visual thing. All right, um, well, Jocelyn, what were the disappointments for you that stood out? Um, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of piggybacking off of you right now because, like, I was honestly shocked that Avatar didn't have more nominations. And, I mean, I understand, like, what you said, Justin, about, like, you know, it not getting, you know, it's already making a shit ton of money. Like, why should it get awards? But, like, to me, I feel opposite about it because I feel like if it is making a shit ton of money, then that speaks for itself that it, it's a great movie. It Somebody's going out to see it. Yeah, and I well, feel like minute. it does deserve it doesn't rewards. mean it's good because I mean, it's awards. making money. Yeah, the Fast and the Furious yeah. movies make billions of dollars, too. I wouldn't say they're award-worthy. You know? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying whether or not I like those movies, but I don't think, I don't think that's... Oh, I, that. I, can, I can guess if you like it or not. <laughs> I'd have to have seen them first to have an opinion on. Oh, real quick, one more. I'm looking at my notes. And I forgot to mention this. Uh, speaking of Avatar, no costume design nomination. Now, yeah, you know. again, because it's kind of like that part of it's animated. Like when you see the behind the scenes shit, they're just wearing like white leotards with dots all over. Like them, the dots, so. yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that's where the cinematography and the costuming aspect are not like best costume for dots. Right. Best dots. Not every single person that, you know, acted in that movie were just dotted up. It's 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 not I I see your point. For the most part. Yeah. But I mean they they, they're gonna get best costuming for for spider? I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, CG plastic (laughs) on his gas mask. No, there, I mean, there's it, the movie, whatever. Okay, what the fuck ever, Justin? What disappointed you? I mean, I couldn't care less about any of this, so I, I like nothing disappointed me. I was literally about to say the that. exact same thing. I am surprised. I, I don't give a fuck who gets nominated, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that people are taking this as seriously as they are is. is it's both funny and worrying. It's like, Jesus Christ, calm down. <laughs> Rich people giving each other more riches. Like, just relax. Is this I love Todd movies, Field's but first I don't care nomination? About yeah. Well, no, In the Bedroom. I, that was him, right? He did In the Bedroom. Yeah. He might have gotten nominated for that. Okay. I wasn't sure. I mean, I know Todd Field from his days as an actor back in Twister and Eyes Wide Shut. I think he was in yeah. Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was the piano player. Okay. Nick, Night- Nick Nightingale, I think his name was. He threw out the three films in the bedroom, Little Children and Tar. Was Little Children? Did he get nominated for that? I'm looking I don't right know. Now. I'm not sure if that was. I, I don't. I wanted to really like Little Children, but I, I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. Adapted screenplay. He got nominated for, but not for directing. Little Children. Yeah. Little Children's hard to watch. That's a that's a tough pill to swallow. I've only seen that, it yeah, one Jack time. Yeah, Jackie O'Haley. Yeah, he was the best part about it. I saw it one time, and it was after I found out that I was having a daughter, <laughs> so it wasn't really <laughs> the best time to be seeing it. <laughs> right. um, needless to say, I haven't revisited the film since then, and uh, don't really plan on doing so. But no, I like, like I said, I like Todd Fields, um, so I'm glad to see him um, there. Uh, okay, well then, Corey, Andrew, whoever else was left out for disappointment, like what stood out as, as a disappointment for you guys? Well, uh, so go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Corey, because you actually watch movies. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm kind of with everybody else. Like, I follow the academies, but I don't care. Like, I don't really get invested other than maybe like an actor or actress here or there that I think deserves recognition, but it's hard for me to really care that much about like movies and big corporations. Yeah, it's all owned yeah, by big Hollywood. Wanna, but yeah, it's the Academy Awards. It's the it's like the, the fucking home. It's like the big, you know, the the the, the end of the year award show yeah. for for film, and it's like the one. It's the only award show I even care about anymore. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't give a shit because a part of me does care about these awards still. I mean... Because it's a big deal. It's, at the end of the day, it's the fucking Oscars. I mean, this is what, well, you know, movies... This is, like, showcase of all the, the, the best films from the year. You know, we're right. supposed to care about it a little bit, being a cinephile. Yeah. And people slapping other people. Yep, I don't know how they're going <laughs> to top that this year. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I care a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, I would say disappointment is a strong word, but, I mean, I would like to see the Batman at least on there for, like, you know, best picture. Okay. Just throwing on there, you know, yeah, like yeah. I said before. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, that would, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm surprised. 
that that didn't get nominated for Best Picture as well. Yeah, so that that surprised me a little bit. So, I mean, to be completely honest with you, it it's like a lot of these movies that I like, especially more obscure ones, I would feel better if it just did well at the box office because, like, I haven't seen The Fablemans yet. I'm sure I'll like it, but, like, movies like that just tank nowadays. Like, they just don't make any kind of money, and it's just, like sad like I, I you know what i mean I, no you're right you're, you're exactly right it is sad it's it's people i don't think if it's not like a big studio a big budget action movie or or franchise it's like it's hard to sell people in movies like it used to like, like you know the way films used to be like if, if i think if more people knew what the fablemans really was because you, you look at, you know, if you're like someone who doesn't really, like, like a casual movie watcher, and you see a commercial or hear someone talking about this movie called The Fablemans, you wouldn't know what the fuck it is. If you actually, like, looked into it, though, and gave it, you know, a little bit of, of, of attention, you would see it, it's kind of an unofficial biopic for the director, Steven Spielberg. It's pretty much him making his autobiography, in a sense. And... And coming from somebody who actually has seen the movie, I think I'm the only one that has seen it out of all of oh, us. Oh, you've seen it? Okay. Yeah, it was on my uh, top 10 for last yeah. year movies. Yeah. And, um, I remember that. I, I fucking love this that. movie. And I don't, I just don't know what it is. It's just something with, um, you know, with his directing and and the way that he makes movies just every time i see a trailer by you know a movie by him i just i don't know it sounds like stupid but it's like just something like magical opens up in my heart you know what i mean like no, I, I just it. i love him as a director he's one of my favorite directors like ever and i just as soon as i saw the trailer for this we talked about it on the show i was just like oh my god i'm seeing that movie and i made damn sure i saw it before i made my list but it's it's just a great movie and honestly like i i hope it fucking sweeps all of these categories because it was that fucking good it's not gonna unfortunately but i see what you're saying i would like yeah, to see it I'm, too i'm just saying out of all the other movies on there that i have seen this was right. my favorite one out of all of them like no doubt in my mind this is my favorite movie out of all the movies i've seen so yeah i I, i'm kind of like that with everything everywhere all at once i kind of hope that way because that's my second favorite movie of the year so that's and the batman obviously didn't really get nominated for much so Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of what i'm rooting for andrew what were you gonna say well i was gonna say um so obviously this is biased and i don't think he really deserved the nod but i would have liked to seen darren aronofsky as much as they did nominate the whale in other categories um i mean it really wasn't best, nominated for that much except for fraser and and um chow but it surprises me that it was even nominated for the couples that they that they did have um i kind of expected the whale to be best to be one of the 10 best picture nominations i was kind of surprised no, that that was said best director I know what you said, but I'm oh, saying what okay. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just adding to it, saying I'm surprised that it wasn't out of ten movies that they picked, you know, to nominate. I'm surprised that wasn't one of them. That is all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, wasn't I, was, surprised I was talking by that. to Scott. I'm sorry. Um, so the other thing that I'm surprised by, and again, I didn't see it, so I cannot personally uh 
you know, give an opinion on it. But Top Gun Maverick, best movie of the year? Well, we talked about that. That's because of the whole box office aspect. Because they usually, with it, with them having so many nominations now for Best Picture, they usually take like the top two movies that are like the biggest gross. Not always. I'm not saying it's a guaranteed shoe. And if you're like one of the two biggest gross films of the year, you're gonna get automatically an Academy Award nomination for Best Picture. I'm not saying that. I'm saying typically, you know, history repeats itself with the Academy, and they often nominate these big budget you know movies that just click and resonates with a lot of people like the way avatar and uh top gun has so and that's I more mean, for the broadcast because the ratings are so when true. it's a bunch of art films that nobody heard of then nobody watches the show because they have no rooting interest they don't know any of the fucking movies so they throw a couple blockbusters in there and you know people they're going to tune in now because they love top gun so it's like oh maybe top gun will win something like people who don't follow this stuff that closely and then yeah, ne- they won't. never win like right. the odds of, of avatar or, or top gun winning out of these 10 movies are like slim to none like yeah. justin said they're there just you know just to be flashy they're they, they're never taken seriously you know <laughs> um but also, all quiet on the Western Front. Where did this film come from? I've been it's hearing a remake, about this. First I'm, of all, yeah, it's a, it's an old, it's a uh, like you know a World War One. So like I think you know the book was written, or, you know obviously around that time, right before the the original movie came. I out. I was surprised to see that nominated. It's I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've been meaning to watch it and just haven't gotten around to it. Um, yeah. who was hosting this year? Have they it's said Jimmy Kimmel again? Yeah, I think it's Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Again. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. So so when not, is it's, he? It's not Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock's not I was coming about back. To say Chris Rock hosted last year. Chris <laughs> Rock's not coming back this year. Will Smith is. <laughs> yeah, I think Will they should Smith both is. come back this year. <laughs> Will Smith is banned for ten years. Yeah, he should just stand like directly across the street, like as much as law allows him to be, like within the premises. That's it. He should just stand and glare at the building. They, they should, should have, have a him on Zoom. Media member they out they there should recording. cut to him via Zoom from his living room at, at moments. <laughs> like maybe one of the segments of the award show can be like him and Chris Rock like making amends on the air. Like one year <laughs> yeah, ago, you Rock slapped this that. man with an open fist or open hand. Oh, anyway, and it was great. Anyway. When it, when yeah. is the awards? March, right? Oh Jesus! Um, okay. Is that far away? Yeah, it's I think like it's like March twelfth or something it's like that. Always March. It's, it's always March now. Uh, whole month and a half more of this shit. I'm trying to see if there's a date <laughs> on this thing that I have where I'm getting all these nominations from. Yeah, that was like the only thing I didn't. March twelfth. I just want to see if Will Smith is going to slap somebody again. Sunday, March twelfth. Um. Hey, just let me ask. Uh, does anybody actually watch it? Because. I haven't watched no. it in years. I just look at the results afterwards and read about it. That's pretty much it for Half me. Half the time, I forget that they're on until the next day. And everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, oh, shit. That was yesterday or that was last night? Kind of like with the Golden Globes. I totally... But I don't think they televised those this year. Or was it last year they didn't televise? No, it? yeah, no, it was last year. They, they, tele- okay. they, they televised. I don't even think they held it last year. I think the whole thing just got canceled. See, okay, Twitter okay. reminded me that it was going on last year. Pretty heavily. 
Okay. Yeah, like it, it's as much as I shit on it and don't care about it. I end up watching all these shows because my wife likes them. Like, she, you know, it's like eight hours of E on the red carpet footage. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I guess I may curse it through eight hours of football every Sunday. I got to take one for the team every <laughs> once in a while when an award shows on. And uh, real, we, all, go on. No, I was just going to say, and then we end up watching, uh, you know, I end up watching these award shows as a result of that. I just wanted to real quick mention. Uh, I'm I'm just scrolling through some of the other nominations, and um, I see that they gave uh, Roger Deakins his like annual nomination. Yeah, this time for Empire of uh, Empire of Light, which I've never even heard of. <laughs> it's like the Meryl Streep nomination. Yeah, exactly. If if they have a movie out, they have to get nominated. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, uh, that that fucking Lady Gaga song from Top Gun that I hear every time I go to Wawa to pump gas, that's nominated this year. And yeah, production design. Hey, Babylon got a nomination. Production design. Nice to see Babylon getting you know get a nomination this year. Um. Yeah, other than that, anything else that anybody wants to talk about as far as, you know, the nominations go? Anyone want to talk about, you know, John Williams and other music nomination? Nothing, nothing. Anything like that? Speak now, forever hold your peace, gang. No, nope. Bring Will Smith back. Nothing stands <laughs> out about this year's nominations. Bring Will Smith back, exactly. All right, well then, that being said, we can move on to... Uh, Luca recommends coming soon to theaters. Since we have no new trailers to talk about this week, we'll just jump right into our recommendations. Um, Jocelyn, why don't you kick off this week? What are your uh, what's your uh, recommendation? Um, I actually want to recommend. So it's like a limited series on HBO Max. But um, it's based off of a movie. I can't remember how old the movie is, but it's an old ass movie. But it's called um, Scenes from a Marriage. I don't know if anybody has actually like heard of it. Yeah, it's got Oscar yeah, Isaacs and um, Jessica Chastain in it. And I saw the actual the the original. The original, the yeah. Yeah, I've seen that version. I didn't see the remake. I haven't seen the original. I I never even heard of it. Um, but my husband. He like he just gets on HBO Max every now and then when he's like out of things to watch and he'll look for something new to watch. And he had heard about this and he watched it. And he's been telling me for like a week now. He's like, you really should watch this show. It's so great. Like you really should watch it because we really liked um, what is it? A Marriage Story? I think is what it's called yeah. with Adam yeah. Driver. That's yeah. So good. Yeah. It's. I mean, and this this is literally like basically like the same thing, but um. And like the freaking twists and turns of emotions in this show. I'm only on like the third episode and I'm just like, I got to prepare myself for the next one because <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely a ride. Um, but uh, Oscar Isaacs and Jessica Chastain, like, I mean, they're just incredible. Just the, the way that they play off of each other, the way that they're, you know, they act together. It's just, it, right. It, they're amazing they seriously are amazing and this like role was like meant for them they're just incredible so 
Um, it's a great movie if you're married. It really makes you appreciate what you have, pretty much. And uh, you know, it's 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 a good story. It's really sad, um, but it's also kind of, <laughs> I guess, like uh, fucking insane too. Some of the shit that happens. It's but, heavy. Um, yeah, it's heavy. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. I was trying to think of like the right word and. Heavy is definitely it. it. It definitely makes you uncomfortable in a lot mm-hmm. of scenes too. But I feel like any movie that does that is is a good movie in my book that makes you feel certain ways and stuff. So, but um, it's not a movie, but it's a mini series based off of a movie. But um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have HBO Max, definitely check it out. It, it's it's worth the watch for sure. Very good, um, Andrew. How about you? So my recommendation this week is a movie that I haven't seen, obviously, but it's a movie that I actually <laughs> it's a movie change? that I actually it's a movie that I actually do want to see. So it's called Twelve Angry Men. It features Henry Fonda, uh, yes. Lee J. Cobb, and Joseph Sweeney. Did they make you watch that in government class back in high school? Uh, He's probably seen it but forgot about it. <laughs> Maybe that's 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 true. I don't know. I came across the, like a clip of it on Facebook, and it's basically <laughs> about a courtroom a drama. Clip. But um, again, I've never seen it. I'm very interested in it. The clip that I saw looked very intriguing. It's basically about a court case about a man who quote unquote murdered somebody, but. Obviously, you don't know if he murdered them unjust or if it was by accident or if it even happened at all. So uh, that's my film that I haven't seen, but honestly, I do want to see. So I figured I'd switch it off this week. <laughs> if you want to borrow it, Andrew, I have the criterion of that awesome Are you serious? Movie. Yeah, it's one of all my right. favorite movies. Cool. Yeah. No, he's cool. fucking with you. Well, there you go. The film that I did actually watch this week, and we're going to be covering on an upcoming episode, so I won't get into it too much, is Casablanca. Casablanca is one of those all-time films that everyone you should see. It's probably my favorite Humphrey Bogart film, but you know, uh, it's a fantastic film. I won't drool over it too much because again, I'm about to have to talk about it for the next three and a half hours. <laughs> you don't want to talk about its ideology? <laughs> it's, it's something about Justin Furlong and ideology being fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically enough. This movie has a lot of Nazi imagery. Now, with that being said... A lot said, of Nazi recommendations here, Andrew. Shout out to Justin all you Germans. Oh. Anyhow, uh, so seriously, though, if you haven't seen Casablanca, I won't go into it too much because I'll be discussing it later on in the week, which you guys will be hearing in the next few weeks, but it's an all-time Damn. classic. It won't be that but, long. I don't know. But anyway, either way, <laughs> Casablanca, Citizen Kane, those are the two films that you should definitely 100% see before your dying day. But Casablanca is just a, a fantastic movie. So, Gang, he's been talking we'll about, talk about Casablanca it. on his Facebook page all week long. So check it out. All right, uh, who's up next? Uh, Justin, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to recommend... A movie I just happened to watch it today. Actually, it was a rewatch. I first saw it about 10, 15 years ago. Um, it's a movie directed by Sammo Hung, um, Asian action star. 
And it's sort of like uh, the Dirty Dozen meets Rambo meets the Deer Hunter. It's called Eastern mm-hmm. Condors. So it's like a, a men on a mission kind of movie uh, during Vietnam. And uh, it's just like the action is just insane. It's just like just beautifully well done action choreography squibs you know the movie was made in 87 so it just has that look and feel of um a late 80s yeah i do too and that's the thing like it really hit the spot with all that kind of shit it has that uh late 80s asian action movie look um you know if you're familiar with with any like john woo type stuff like that kind of a look to it um so yeah it's immensely entertaining like I, I was shocked by how much fun i have with this movie so um if you like you know like i said like rambo with uh, a lot of karate thrown in you can't go wrong all right um okay so hear me out on this one this is going to be my recommendation for the week and it's a movie I sat down and watched on Sunday, and I haven't seen it in ooh, maybe 15 years or so. And the only reason I watched it is because I just picked up a, a 4K copy of it from Germany. It came in the form of a media book from this company, Turbine. Shout out, gotta recommend, gotta um, acknowledge them because they're also putting out the uh, Frighteners 4K disc that's coming my way right now in the mail. Um, an American werewolf in Paris. Get the fuck out now, of here. I knew Corey was going to be the first <laughs> to be like, shut the fuck up. Now, like I said, hear me out, okay? I used to tear this movie to shreds. Corey, we saw it in the theater, man. Like This movie this- sucks. <laughs> no. I can't sit here with a straight face and say that. Listen, I'm geeking. I can't say that anymore. Like I, I can't. There's a part of me that, and it's nowhere near as good as the original. It's nowhere near. It's, it's, it's not even a great movie. In fact, I gave it two and a half stars on my letterbox. Why are you recommending it? Recommend it. <laughs> it is no, dude. I'm, I'm serious because I had fun with this movie. And if you like horror movies that are just... If you like fun horror, this movie's it. Like, Tom Everett Scott is fucking horribly cast in this movie. Oh, God, he's terrible. he's terrible. He's terrible. But I the effects are terrible. It. It's The effects are something else. Um, <laughs> no. I can't, I can't sit here and, and, and say with a straight face that this movie's garbage anymore. I have a newfound respect for this movie. I, it's it. I'm sorry. It, it it. I had fun with it. I had a lot of fun watching this on Sunday, and I I, I hope someone. This is what I hope someone takes from this. Someone listens and, and they take my recommendation and they watch the movie and they had the same fun that I had watching this. Cause yeah, it's fucking garbage in a lot of places, but it's still a fucking fun movie and these movies still exist. It's a cheesy, stupid, dumb horror movie from, in this case, the late 90s. But at the end of the day, I had fucking fun with it. So... I gotta recommend it. 
I hope someone listens to this and watches it and has the same amount of fun with it that I had. That's all. I, I just gotta say, I rewatched it about like five or six years ago after watching the original, and uh, I actually went from just a moderate dislike or indifference to actually really <laughs> hating it because, uh, yeah, it it sucked so you worse went than backwards. I, yeah, <laughs> so I went I went backwards. I mean, something I, went, something happened. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's not like the worst movie ever, but I think you'd have been better off watching fucking Raiders than watching that. <laughs> I mean, the fucking like, you know, it's 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 a callback to the first film with his, you know, one of his best friends fucking getting killed or mangled, and he comes back in like, you know, a, a deteriorating form, um, kind of like fucking um, what's his name? I have his fucking face in my head. In, in, in London, what's the actor's name? No, Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Thank you, Justin. Uh, from After Hours. But, you and know, then, he was actually, you know, good. Like, yeah. And the, yeah. The but guy then, in American but, And then Julie Bowen from, from Modern Family, she ends up getting torn apart, and she comes back, too. It, like, it shouldn't make any <laughs> sense. It's terrible. But I had fucking bad. fun with it. It's dumb fun. So... That's all. That's all. Koi, you're the last person to uh, recommend something this week, so uh, right. why don't you do that before we wrap this up? So, a quick one. Um, Andrew was talking about uh, Bogey, hum- Humphrey Bogart. That just made me um, think of a movie. Treasure of Sierra Madre, Andrew. If you haven't seen that, that's probably my favorite Humphrey Bogart movie. It's a good one. Excellent uh, Western movie. Uh, love that movie, by the way. But my real record. I honestly don't think I've seen it, no. Yeah, if you ever want to borrow it, I'll, I'll, I have that Blu-ray as well. That's a good one. Well, I suppose I'll be borrowing that in 12 Angry Men from <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Sometime soon. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, my real recommendation is a uh, little horror movie came out a couple years ago, and it's called uh, Renapal. Um, it was one I saw... Uh, Will Wheaton? Yeah, Will Wheaton. It was one I saw a few years back when it first came out. I just rewatched it again. I just got the itch to watch it again, and I like it even more the second time. I think Will Wheaton seems like a big douchebag. Obviously, I don't know him personally. I, you know, I'm sure he's fine, but I've always kind of had a mild disdain for him since his Star Trek <laughs> days. So seeing him as the villain in this movie just fit perfectly. He is great. It, so the premise of the movie it takes place back in the. Um, either late 80s or early 90s and uh there was the video dating uh services where you would uh you know get signed up go make your own uh dating tape and then go get um you know guys would go get different women's dating tapes and then you would match up and then call each other and like dating on demand yeah pretty much and this uh loser guy um What's his name? David in the movie. Uh, he's played. He's played by. Uh, I think the actor's name is Brian Landis Falcons. Like I've never seen him in anything else, but he's great in this. Is playing like just the lonely mama's boy in his basement, watching VHS tapes all the time, trying to find a new girl. And he's great. And then Will Wheaton, um, by mistake, like he's supposed to get like a dating video, and he gets a tape, and it's like basically, I'll be your friend, and it's Will Wheaton on a tape. And he's supposed to be, like, your friend. Like, you're supposed to watch it and basically talk with him on the VHS hmm. tape. It's so stupid, but Will Wheaton just plays it so well. Like, he's got, like, the Mr. Rogers sweater on, and he's like, I'll be your friend. Let's talk about this. I, I, Will Wheaton is just perfect. It's just the whole premise. I like that, like, the whole VHS and dating and 
having your best friend on the VCR idea, I think is great. And Will Wheaton is just perfect throughout the whole time. Like just his delivery, like there's different spots where he's just like staring into the screen and it's creepy as shit. And you don't really know where the movie's taking everything. So fun little horror movie. Um, I don't know if it's streaming. I didn't check that because I actually um, own it, but fun little horror movie. I thought it was a Shudder movie. It might be a Shudder movie from Mom. What I remember, but I, I, I might be wrong myself, but I don't know. What year did it come out? Uh, like two years ago, two three years ago. It's it's relatively okay. new. I mean, it's not it's not too old. It's it, like like you just said, a few years ago or so. Yeah, it's a it's a quick set. It's not long. It's it's got a good premise and Will Wheaton, great, like just awesome. Is I mean everybody's fine in the movie, but he's great. It's the um, antagonist. So uh, fun little movie, Rena Pal. All right, well. With that final recommendation, and I guess it's time to put a bell in this episode. But first, I want to remind everyone to check out our never-running collection of Film Effect content over at the archive, which can be found on our website, thefilmeffectpodcast.com, and on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Breaker, Stitcher, and so on. Go ahead, follow us on Facebook at the Film Effect Podcast and on Twitter at Film Effect Pod. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then please let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple, Spotify, Facebook, or directly on our website. Your honesty goes a long way and it helps us out. So just come on, take 30 seconds of your time. If you enjoy what you heard, let us know so. Um, <laughs> let us know so. That makes no sense. Uh, yeah, but other than that... Um, I think that's all for the week. Thanks again to my co-host for all they do and to all of our listeners for staying true. Till next time, I'm Ed. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Andrew. I'm Justin. And I'm still Corey. And I also want people to know that 12 Angry Men was a budget of $337,000 and made $2 million in rentals. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, you left that one out. Cheer up, beautiful people. See you next week. Thank you very much.